Parents, is your teen college ready? Are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, or excited about your teen applying to college? Do you know what colleges are looking for? And if your kid gets in, do you know what you'll pay for it? College admission has never been so competitive or expensive. Shelly Howard will take you on a journey to help you and your teen get college ready. Now here's your host, Shelly. Hello, this is Shelly Howard, the founder and CEO of College Ready. And today on Parents is Your Teen College Ready podcast, I have a wonderful guest I cannot wait to share you with. Welcome to the show, Marie. Thank you so much, Shelly. I, when I got your message, I was so inspired. I really value what you do. Excellent. So before we dive in, can you tell our families a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah. So I am the founder and CEO of Teen Life Media. And like many, many of the moms listening, I raised two children and was tearing my hair out when I, when they were in middle school and high school about what they should be doing over the summer. And I found that the resources out there I live in Boston and I had just moved to Boston. It was limited to things that were for babies and little kids and maybe up through elementary school, like the Boston, you know, the Boston family publications and things like that. They just weren't helpful. And so without having any any network really in my new in the new town that I was in, I had to go and search. And then I discovered, oh my God, there are so many cool programs. Um, every college in Boston has summer programs for high school students. And so I created a booklet that was shared with uh, the other parents in my school. And that is really the beginning of teen life. My son um, suggested the name because we basically, the, the tagline of our business is um, we launch teens into life. So that's our mission. And I, you know, I want to share what I found with more families. Our goal is to really reach more than a million kids every year. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love the fact that you contacted me because, you know, getting publicity for our small company, while we do very well with organic search, it helps to have more people talking about this with their friends. Absolutely. So for listeners, um, she mentioned I sought her out because I am a follower. I read your information and I share it with our students because to your point, families hire college ready because they don't know where to find this. They don't know what's available and you're a wonderful resource. So I'm going to kind of jump into that in a moment. Before I do, I do ask one question to every guest, and that is, are you doing what you thought you would be doing when you were in high school? Hmm. Well, in, um, that's very interesting. Uh, I applied to engineering school. Uh, my father was a patent attorney and had not gotten his engineering degree and said, Marie, you need to be an engineer because he felt it was something that he missed. And I said, sure. So <laughs> um, I went to college thinking I would be an engineer, but then several, I would think I was studying to be a biochemical engineer and there were just way too many labs. And um, so I switched to a different engineering major that was more preparing people for management degrees. Mm -hmm. And that's, I discovered, you know, I, I mean, I've always been, 
a good problem solver, but I applied it to business instead of engineering. So I, I really think that everyone goes through, you know, their process. But when I think back um, in camp, uh, when I was at summer camp, I, I had little businesses <laughs> like selling candy to uh, to other campers when we weren't able to go to town. And, you know, I had little ideas for how to how to be an entrepreneur. So I think I started that quite a long time ago. Interesting. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, people reach out to me and they're like, Shelly, my kids have no idea what they want to do. And I'm like, and (laughs) that's that's okay as long as we're working towards that right so the first step with um college ready is to help students figure out their gifts their talents their core values and their advocacy and then we have them do things like you recommend over the summer to test them so you went to camp thinking you might be an engineer and really what you learned is you're really an entrepreneur yeah, yeah. Also, you know, extracurriculars are also ex- extremely illuminating. So student government, for example, could lead to a career in po- in government or politics. So there's there are other things you can do at school that could lead towards something. Outstanding. So the why you have this publication is so brilliant. Now, let's talk about the publication itself. When did it start? How do you find, I mean, to me, are you a researcher? Cause there's so much information. Like how do you even right. put all that together? Well, just, um, so we've evolved quite a bit. And I just want to say when we started, we were in fact, a physical publication today. However, it's really a digital on, you know, it's an online, dis- we call it an online discovery platform because there are so many different components. Our, our main pr- component that you were referring to is that we have 10,000 different listings on our website. And we basically decided that there's a life stage that parents with teens go through. And if they're trying to launch their teens, they're going to spend money on education. Um, and so that can cover everything from people like you, Shelley, to tutors, to um, private schools, to you know, summer programs to gap year. So we decided we would include sort of the major buckets of what people would spend money on outside of school. And, um, and it just became, you know, that's something that the one thing we, we don't do anymore is we used to have therapeutic programs on our site, but we're not a site for troubled teens. So we weren't getting enough traffic for that. Um, But we do have programs for kids with learning differences. So our goal is to, you know, meet a family's needs, whatever they may be, and to, you know, to be able to support families who have kids who are interested in the arts and versus kids who are interested in STEM. And so it really needed, it, it also required us to, to have both um, overnight programs, uh, day programs, and online programs. The online program space really grew during COVID. So now we can accommodate people with different budgets much more easily. And that was really our goal. You know, we want to um, provide like a, you know, a mom reached out to me the other day. I have a daughter who's going to be a rising junior next summer. She's interested in um, going to Europe and she's learning French and she's interested in service and science. And within seconds, I was able to give her a link that had all those filters Mm -hmm. of the criteria that she was interested in and probably saved her hours. So 
you know, and then at that point, you have to go and look at the, each of these uh, programs yourself with your child. I wouldn't, I would recommend doing that with your child or with your teen. And then they can participate in the vetting process and, you know, um, deciding which one sounds like it would be the first choice and second choice and so forth. So, yeah, it, um, the, the platform, you know, I call it a platform now, not really a publication because it is so many things. And, and folks like you who sign up for our newsletter get emails from us educating them about various types of opportunities. So that's something else I encourage you to do. There's no cost to um, being a member of Teen Life. We just ask you to opt in and tell us if you're a parent, a student, a counselor, an advisor. And, um, and then, you know, you, you can, you also will receive invitations to our virtual events where uh, different program providers present. And you'll also get copies of our digi digital guides. Like today, we just published our guide to gap year programs for 2024. So, and in a month, um, at the end of December, we'll be publishing our really popular guide to summer programs. So as so we just want people to share, to you know, to sign up, to share it with their friends, um, and to get get involved. Mm. It's so great. So I keep thinking every time I, I read through the the program, the information, I wish I could do that. I, I know wish I could do that. Like, why didn't I know, you know, as me personally, the teenager, have you ever experienced that where you're reading through and you're like, that's I would, I yes. Yeah. Recently I saw um, a high school year abroad on a boat <laughs> that, that leaves Norway, leaves from Norway and, and crosses the Atlantic, visits a bunch of countries and comes back and, and, you know, 70 kids are on board and that would be so cool. Um, so yeah, no, I see things all the time that I wish people always say, I wish these existed for adults too. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I was going backward, but I love uh, the idea. Yeah. I summer camps for adults would be the coolest idea and nobody's camps. I would call them summer <laughs> experiences, but yeah, there's the, 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 you know, what this industry has evolved quite a lot and the the sort of di uh, diversity of of interests that are that are covered. I mean, there's there's even one that you can take in Calif in Colorado, which is a mining camp. So you learn about explosives and how to, you know. I mean, it's there are so many and cybersecurity and there's so much going on with um, careers of the future that are not taught in school. So, you know, if you have a child that's interested in something like Bitcoin or, yeah, cryptocurrency or, you know, environmental science, I mean, some of these things are just not taught in school. So, so I encourage, and then technology, of course, right? Artificial intelligence, robotics, there's a lot of um, summer experiences that could absolutely lead to a student discovering a career passion. Now, how do you go through the vetting process, right? You, yeah. So much online and you have to be, if you're putting your name on it, right? You're like, yeah. I've got, what, what does that look like? So a parent might be feeling, oh, that makes me nervous. Like, what does that look like to you? Well, so we're not actually selling anything. Like we're not taking money for things. We wouldn't do that. 
But what we do look for are programs that have existed for a while so that there are references. If the team's name, the people behind the program are not listed, I also find that suspicious. You know, it really is important to have faces, names, why they're doing this, bios. So the website is a very important uh, aspect to any program. And then what I always tell parents is, look, you've narrowed down your options, fill out, get some information, see what kind of, you know, see what that process is like. Programs that that are effective will try to reach you, you know, right away and offer you different ways of um, engaging with them. Now, one thing I always suggest and recommend is that your student should speak to a participant, preferably maybe from your area or something, or, you know, someone with um, a similar grade, perhaps. And then the, your, you as the parent should also speak to the parents of the students who attended because they will often have a different impression um, or can tell you things that the student might not have said. So those two things, if you do those two things, chances are you'll end up in a very, you know, a good place. I will say across the board, almost entirely across the board, that everyone who runs these programs, they're not doing it to get rich. They are educators, they're passionate. I mean, you know, you have to be um, really interested in, in changing a teen's life in order to do this kind of work. So I, I find that there aren't very many disreputable people. You know, the, 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 that's the, the caveat I would, I would give you is that these people are educators at heart. I mean, that, that's so helpful, right? Because when you go on Google, and you put in, you know, um, gap year opportunities, summer opportunities. It, it's so overwhelming. It's like somebody is like throwing stuff at you and it, it it's scary. And so I often tell parents, one, it's always good to have a email for this kind of research. Ah. As soon as you say yes to one of them, mm. all of a sudden you're on this brilliant list that goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And so it's always good to not have all of that dropping into your main inbox. And I learned that with scholarships when my first born, oh, yeah. mine, right? You, you can appreciate that when, when your firstborn is applying, you learn a lot. And yeah. what I learned is how quickly my inbox filled up with spam when he was applying for scholarships. Yes, scholarships, unfortunately, have that reputation. Yeah. I mean, we don't sell our data. Someone will get mail because they've opted in either to our email list or to inquiring about a program. Mm -hmm. But when someone opts into us, we don't just hand that name over to somebody else. Yeah. And again, that's why I love what you're doing. Let's talk about your summer, the the big one that comes out. Like I look forward to this one every year. And um, how do you decide what makes it in, what doesn't make it in? Like it's a big issue for sure. And for those listeners, I should probably pre-qualify this. You need to plan for summer in December or your child will lose out on opportunities that will be full by spring. Are you finding this to be true? It depends. Okay. So if the programs are selective, 
which means not all applicants are accepted, it's better to apply early. But there are plenty of places would, which will enroll people all the way through June. Okay. Um, and it just depends on the size of the organization, right? If they have like, there's some programs that on our site that have a hundred listings because they have a hundred different locations that, you know, where they serve students or even 50 listings. So the small, like I was just dealing with a small two week arts program that probably has like 30 or you know, 50 spots per week. And so, you know, it all depends on, again, that type of thing, but it, it seems like selective programs fill up faster, or it's important to get your application in by the deadline. Um, and those deadlines can be early. So that would be one thing I would, I would look at, but all is not lost. I mean, the, there are plenty of excellent programs that are not selective. And in fact, some of those, um, you know, might just be more fun in terms of there's no exam, you know, a, a selective program will also often come with college credit or high school credit. And that means you have to take a test, right? Or, or you have to show what you learned. Whereas if you go for enrichment reasons, it's really for the joy of learning. And you're in a community of learners who chose that program. So, so colleges often have both. So you'll see, for example, you know, summer semester at XYZ College, that typically means that you're taking college courses and high school students can apply for those courses. Right. If it's a enrichment program, it just will talk about, you know, pre-college summer program, learn about engineering, you know, where, where it's less about getting that college credit. Mm -hmm. so, so it's not, don't worry if you didn't make all your, you know, plans by January, there are plenty of, of great opportunities out there, especially if they're not academic, right? There are travel programs of all kinds. You can um, even go on a homestay in a foreign country, learn the language. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it, I would not, I would relax a little bit <laughs> unless, you know, you for some reason you have your heart set on a specific program, but I, I encourage you to be open-minded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think parents are kind of shocked to think they're thinking of summer in December. And so I encourage people to start to consider. Yes. Because the worst thing is you wait until May and you start to look and now you're like, oh, That's but really, right. yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing is you might have a summer job and sometimes like day camps will have will hire students for the summer and you need to, those jobs go quickly. And so if you want to do both a paid job and a summer experience, you kind of have to lock in that job first. And then you know which dates you have available and you can look for programs that are either for a week or two weeks or three weeks at a time during the summer when, when, when you have, when you have, when you're available. So it all depends if you're working and, and if that's going to be part of your, your scheduling process. Right. I think that, you know, it, it's just knowing what you don't know, which is why I love what you offer, mm -hmm. opens up so much opportunity. Like you said, your whole why you did it is because you were a mom seeking. I think some of the most brilliant ideas come from a need. And so I love the fact that you're feeling a need that you personally went through and I, I did as well. 
And I still do with all of my students in my program, because our goal is to help them to figure out who they are, what's important to them, their gifts, their talents, their advocacy. And you can do all of that over the summer. If you have a plan, right. If you just plan to stay at home and do video games, it's not going to happen. No, 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 no. And I always talk about there are 10 skills that I often tell parents your kids should have before they leave school. Um, and I'll just tell you what they are really quickly. So one is some idea of what they want to do. I, you know, it's fine to go to college, not having a clue, but you usually have to declare a major. Mm -hmm. So you might as well declare a major and possibly save your parents money if you have some idea of what you want to do. Uh, another one is self-management. So if students don't know how to cook, how to clean, how to wash their clothes, how to nourish themselves, um, you know, what foods to eat, uh, even things like how to make a travel reservation, how to, um, you know, reserve a, um, a train ticket if they've never taken a train before, manage a credit card. There are lots of self, those kind of, I, I guess, adulting skills that you can learn over the summer. So for example, a homestay in a foreign country, guess what? You're going to learn a lot of that. Or you go into a um, you know, a, a pre-college program where you're living in a dorm and you have to eat in a cafeteria. I mean, those are really good experiences that um, students can try out and and learn uh, and and may and hopefully fail too, so that they know next time um, what's what's what. So I I don't think I always recommend that students who are going to college spend at least two weeks away from home at a, some kind of a program before, before they step a foot on campus. Mm -hmm. uh, time management prioritization, right? The, the school days are so orchestrated. There's so many hours of class. When you go to college, it's like maybe 15 hours a week. So you're in between, right? <laughs> in between, you have to know when to study, how to study, where to study, uh, or, you know, how to manage your life. And, any kind of a summer experience that involves planning, um, putting on a play, designing, you know, creating a business and a business plan, um, you know, just helping spread things out so that you you know that there are various steps in the process. There isn't a lot, there aren't a lot of long-term projects in school. There maybe science fair, working on the yearbook or a play. Those are the three things I can think of. But uh, summer is another opportunity to learn those time management and prioritization skills. Another one I talk about is interpersonal skills. You know, COVID really did a number on a lot of students and they lack social skills and they're on their phones all the time. So there are programs out there where you don't use your phone for a month. Wouldn't that be great? Wow. <laughs> Right. Especially the wilderness programs where you go hiking and, and kayaking. There's no cell phone service. And so that forces students to to have to develop better interpersonal skills. Another one is cultural awareness. Like if you live in a bubble, right, where everybody has the same socioeconomic background, everyone has the same religion, everyone comes from the same background, maybe going to a foreign country is a good idea because in college your roommate could be from a foreign country and when you go to work you'll be working with people from different backgrounds so i i really value uh anything that can teach a student more about um, different cultures and so those five things 
you know, the drive, the um, uh, cultural awareness, interpersonal skills, self-management, time management, those are things that really are important in college. And if, you know, and, and those should be good, those skills should be there when you step, when your student leaves home. And then for work, there are verbal and written communication, which obviously helps in college too, but that's how you get ahead at, at, at work. Uh, teamwork and collaboration, you know, working with people who are very different than yourself, critical thinking, problem solving, technical skills, and then grit and agility, like not crumbling when there's, um, you know, a flood or COVID happens or um, just, you know, being able to adapt. Uh, your company gets bought or sold that you're working for. So, and those are all skills that you could actually build during the summer, believe it or not. <laughs> so I I, um, I really encourage parents to think strategically about what specific skills their children need and then focus on ways of helping them acquire those skills. That is such a great summary. I'm just thinking after raising four of my own and having a year-long Italian exchange student, the value of those, the launch is so much better. I'll never forget when my I took my son, dropped him off at Harvard and I had done all that. Like I really thought I was the mom, like check, 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 check. And then he called me and three days <laughs> into it. And I said, he's like, mom, I have a serious problem. And I'm like, it's been three days. Like what, what could it be? He goes, so all my clothes are pink. And I'm like, uh, do you know what happened? He goes, apparently one of my new red shirts got in with my whites and I knew I was supposed to sort them, but I was kind of in a hurry to go out with my friends. And I'm like, wow, it's going to be rough to wear pink all semester long. <laughs> he, he's like, what do you mean? You're not going to fix it. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. And, and it's so funny. He's like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, wow, this is a perfect example of what you learned over the summer. Right. So it just wraps it full circle for me as a parent. I'm like, that's genius. Brilliant what you're doing. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're, you're very welcome. And I look forward to um, keeping in touch. For sure. So now if our listeners wanted to learn about teen life or how, how could they reach you? What, what would be the, what you recommend? Yeah. yeah. So teenlife.com, just go to the website. There's a search bar. You can play around with that and see which filters um, you want to play. You, you are important to you. Just look at them all. Um, I encourage you to sign up for our email list. There's usually a, a pop-up that will appear where you can opt in. Uh, there's also a, um, a sign up bar in the footer of the, the bottom of the homepage and um, or you can just go to teenlife.com forward slash newsletter and the the uh, form will appear. And then I encourage you to sign up for one of our events. We have a um, summer program fair coming up on December 14th and then in again in February. So just go to our events page. There's a, an event menu at the top, teenlife.com forward slash events and uh, sign up for one of those and you'll hear not, you know, and see people presenting their program with slides and everything, which is another great way to learn about something rather than just reading about it. So yeah, just sign up, get involved, register, 
Um, and please tell your high school counselors about Teen Life because they can share the the you know share the site in their newsletters or or whatever they do to communicate with you. Oh my gosh, so much great information. So parents, yeah. the question is: Is your teen college ready? I think those ten points would help you get some knowledge about how ready they are. So thank you for listening as always. And thank you for, thank you, Marie, for sharing your wisdom. I was delighted to participate. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.